this book that really changed my life this year. There are books that come along every now and then for me that make a massive difference in my life. I might read one or two a year on average. I can count on two hands books that have really made a huge difference in my life. One of them being The Education of Millionaires by Michael Ellsberg. That one was my confirmation really for me to drop out of college. I dropped out already and I read it right after I dropped out and I was felt more secure with my decision. Another one is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. That book put things into perspective for me in terms of what success really looks like. Can't Hurt Me was really good. Uh, Be Obsessed or Be Average by Grant Cardone, also really good. And this year, uh, the book, the first book is The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. And this book really helped me understand a lot about myself because I was really going through an identity crisis. You know, I had just got out of my business part. I was still fresh. I wouldn't say just got out. I was probably like 60 days after the my partnership with my former business partner had ended. And that was still fresh. I mean, 60, 60 days is really nothing considering we just had this most epic adventure over the past like two and a half years. And that includes Zoom and also in person. And I, I was really questioning, you know, like, am I really an entrepreneur? Like, what is it for me? I was, I was really lost. I was confused. I know that in like February of last year or January, it started to become really difficult for me to execute on things. I couldn't do anything. I was, I was basically useless as a business partner. I mean, I was dead weight. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what was going on. I just knew that it was really tough for me to get things done and that my business partner carried us. She did all the work, man. She uh, really, uh, she really carried us. Um, and I wasn't carrying my weight. And when I read The Creative Act by, by Rick Rubin, I realized, because like, I was asking myself, like, am I an entrepreneur? Like, am I really an entrepreneur? Like, I don't know if I'm an entrepreneur. I realized that I, I am actually an artist. And I know I've talked about this several times on the podcast. But when you find out about something, about yourself, that you always knew or i don't say always knew but that was just so normal to you and somebody else is able to put into words your experience of life and they have a label attached to it it blows your fucking mind last year i was in austin with my business partner and my mentor one of my first mentor we were hanging out with him and he couldn't go three sentences without saying ADHD. He was obsessed because he just found out at 60 years old that he has ADHD. 
Can you imagine that going 60 years and you finally understand why it is that you behave the way that you do and there is a clear set of like almost like boundaries within this concept that really explain who it is that you are and you're able to really be able to learn how to maximize that it's it's incredible i remember making fun of my mentor as a matter of fact because it was annoying i'm like dude this nigga keeps mentioning adhd but i understand now because i feel that way about being an artist and the creative act for me put into words a lot of things that I felt in my life but I didn't really know how to put words to it and there were things that were mentioned in the book that I do or unconsciously do or think and it brought it to light like whoa wait a second like I didn't even realize like that is the way that I think like wow you really put into words very accurately my experience of the world and how it is that I think and this has really been so beneficial for me because since then I have let go of this label of entrepreneur and I know in the spiritual community you want to move away from labeling yourself and i do think that there are negative labels that we give ourselves in terms of you're a person who blank whatever that is for you that may not serve you for a long time the belief that i held in my mind is i am not attractive right so that was a label that i gave myself and that was a story that i told myself and i think it's human nature to want to define yourself and to say oh i am this kind of person and oftentimes these labels make us feel safe like okay like yes within this perimeter even things that don't serve you but they might be meeting a human need right like safety or certainty and uh, security or other things but this is besides the point i didn't really resonate with the term entrepreneur i really resonated with artist because when i think of an artist i think of somebody who's imperfect but is dedicated to some mode of expression and they can't help but do that thing it fills them up with so much joy like for me my art is my storytelling i love to speak i love to tell stories i can't get enough of it that's partially why i don't really care to market my podcast i don't give a fuck if i had one listener of this podcast ideally 
you know, at the, at the same time, I would like to have a lot of listeners, but at the same time, I feel kind of like scared and vulnerable. Like the past few days, I've been thinking, oh, maybe I should share my podcast on LinkedIn or something. And I just get, I just have so much resistance, like, ah, that doesn't really feel right for me. And I'm like, oh man, I need to create like the perfect podcast for me to post on, on social media. So yeah, I don't know, but for me, I can't help but do this. I can't help but pull out my phone and hit the record button and speak. And it doesn't really fulfill me unless I share it. Like I have to share it. I have, I feel like I have no choice. I feel like if I don't share my voice, I feel like I'm going to suffocate and die. And I know that sounds like an exaggeration, but it feels like there's a rag on my face and it's constantly trying to smother me as I'm trying to like wiggle out of it. And it's a fucking frustration. And it's like, fuck, I can't help but do this. And this is all I want to do every day of my life. This is all, this is what I want to dedicate my life to. I want to dedicate my life to my art. I want to dedicate my life to this feeling that I get when I'm in my art, this full self-expression. To me like this is the thing that brings me life and it's almost like this heroin needle that I know will make me feel good, like, boom, boom, like, I'm constantly, I'm putting it in my fucking veins almost every single day, I fucking love it, I, I can't get enough of it, and this is tough, because with art, I believe that the best art is honest art, art, the best art comes from the fucking soul it comes from the depth of the being your being it comes from the depth of your fucking soul so maybe just from that it has to be honest it has no choice it's the fullest fucking expression of yourself and I can't fucking help but do this and there are fears that are attached to this because I feel that I am both a slave and liberated from this a slave in terms of I can't help but do this I gotta do this and there are some potential negative consequences that I see on the horizon because I can't help but be my the fullest version of myself. I can't help but dedicate myself to this. Like I'm a slave to it. But at the same time, I'm liberated by it. At the same time, it liberates me when I do it. And the feeling that I get inside from doing it makes it worth everything it makes it worth losing opportunities it makes it worth losing relationships 
it makes it worth all of that for the sake of growing the art, for the sake of doing the art. And that's also fucking terrifying. I don't like to say that. I don't like to say that I'm so willing to just let go of relationships. Even though I will say that I have done that in the past quite a bit. With other relationships. Letting go of different relationships. But there's... There's a voice in my head that is from conditioning from people that I've been around and messages that I've heard from other people who say things with certainty. So when I say that I let go of friends or I am willing to lose relationships, there is this conditioning in my head that says that that is bad. And I'm not supposed to feel that way. But the other side of me is like, but I can't lie to myself. I feel that way. I do feel that way. 100%. And it's challenging to listen to my own voice. And that's why I do my best to eliminate voices that come into my head that aren't empowering, that aren't uplifting, that aren't positive. Because people really do have a strong fucking effect on you, man. They have a strong effect. Even the littlest things, man. The littlest things someone might say. And I got to stand up for myself. My whole life, I didn't stand up for myself. I, I didn't have a spine. People walked all over me. I wanted to be liked. I wanted to be easygoing. And... I was able to suppress different feelings like, ah, whatever. Like, yeah, I might feel a little triggered or angry right now, but yeah, whatever, you know. And then you suppress it and then it builds up and then you have fucking like resentment in the end that ends up really blowing up because it's bottled in. And that's fucking terrifying, dude, because I feel like it really, I've seen it happen, you know, just like. Bottled up emotions that explode. Um, that I've seen people like that. That happens with. And it also happened with me. With other positions that I've been in. You know when I used to work as a kickboxing instructor. I was fucking terrified to stand up for myself. And speak up for myself. And all this kind of stuff. And I. There was only one person on the staff. Who actually I felt had a growth mindset. And I just felt like I wasn't in a safe place for me to be able to express my ideas because I felt like I've expressed them just a little bit, you know, and they'll get shut down or people would make fun of me or people made me feel a certain way. And I did not have the courage for me to 
put my chin up and, you know, puff my chest out and just say, no, like I make a stand. No, fuck that. This is how I think. This is how I feel. And I'm going to be honest with you. That's fucking, that is fucking hard. That is so difficult. I remember having conversations with a really close friend of mine about this. We had this conversations many times about why is it so difficult to be honest? It's so fucking difficult. I think because as humans, we are naturally risk averse, meaning we naturally are afraid of losing something because losing something in the past, evolutionary speaking, meant a hindrance to our survival. So that's why we are afraid to lose something. And we're also really afraid of social consequences. We're really afraid of being excluded from the group. Because when we were evolving, being excluded from the group, you're going to die. It lowers lowers your chances of survival. And the lizard part of your brain, the fight or flight part in the back of your head, that part of your brain is responsible for making decisions. It makes decisions based on emotion. Does this feel right? Do I feel safe? Okay. I feel safe to proceed. And when it comes to honesty, you put you're constantly putting things on the line. You know, you test relationships. You might think somebody's cool or you might think someone's attractive and you might be afraid of speaking your mind to lose this person because there might be some really big social consequences to making this person an enemy. It could be a fucking coworker that you have to kind of deal with and put up with. You can't be honest. It might be someone in your friend circle that people like and you don't want to make things awkward by being honest. It's tough, man. And when I look back on my life, I think about the challenges that I've had, the struggles that I've had. And what I'm what I'm really proud of is when I overcame those things. I'm really proud of when I put my mind to something and I overcame it and I made it through. And I say that because while yes, there are some short-term discomforts and even short-term pain and and also loss, man. I fuck, man. I've had some fucking loss in my life, bro. Like when I was uh, when I was like maybe 7 years old, I had somebody who was really important to me. Growing up, I I never really felt like people really understood me. And I never I felt like as a child, I had a lot of energy. 
and I did not listen to adults and that frustrated a lot of people of course I'm not fucking listening I'm a little kid fucking cussing and shit and I had someone who saw me and it was my brother's uh, friend And he fucking, he showed me so much fucking love, man. He showed me so much attention and gave me so much of his presence. I still, I can still remember to this day just hanging out with him. I remember one time we were in my room, the very room I'm in right now. And we're playing a game on the PlayStation. It was called NBA Live. I think it was like NBA Live 2003 or something like that. And it was late. It was maybe midnight or one in the morning. And he says, all right, man, hey, I'll be right back. All right. And I didn't think anything of it. He left the house. And uh, he he ended up coming back later. Um, he, he was really good with women. So I think he went to go have sex with someone. And he had moved to Vegas very suddenly. And just like that, boom, ripped out of my fucking life. That was fucking painful. That was so painful. The one person who I just like, I just felt so safe and I felt so welcome and I just felt like I could do no wrong and I, I really felt so much love from him. And all, all of a sudden he's no longer in my life. I haven't seen him to this day. I talked on the phone with him several years ago. But yeah, I, I still haven't seen him since I was a child. It's been 20 years. Like maybe 18, 19, 20 years. And then when I was eight, I had uh, moved away from all my friends. And they were all ripped out of my life. And I had to restart my life. And I fucking miss my friends, man. And It's fucking tough, man. And, and I'm speaking out loud here because I think about how difficult it is for me to make the decision to be honest through my book and every day I think about how I'm going to lose relationships that's not fucking easy man that's just fucking hard I think about how it's painful that it has come down to this and there are some close relationships that I love and care about that I'm putting on the sacrificial table. And it's scary, man. It's fucking scary. It's fucking difficult. But the thing is, like, I can't help but do this. I feel like I don't have a choice. I feel like the choice has been made for me. So I've been going through some emotional challenges lately. And 
I was consistently hitting a thousand words, 900 to a thousand words a day. And then I'm getting into 2019, 2020, 2021. And this is when I, you know, decided to become an entrepreneur. And this is, this is all very recent, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I haven't processed yet. And with my health insurance, I think I get free therapy. So I have a flyer right in front of me. I'm looking at it right now. There's, there's a blue flyer in the top left corner says your mental health matters in yellow uh, writing. And yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call them up tomorrow and uh, see if I can sign up for some therapy just to be able to help me process the emotions. The emotions that I'm feeling and don't really know how to navigate myself. Like, I feel like I really need some professional help with this. I don't think that I can really be able to navigate this on my own. This is too big of a, this is too unknown of a territory. I don't really know the map on how to navigate. I I need a guide to uh, help me out with this. And I feel that on the other side of this is liberation. But fuck, it's fucking difficult, man. It's fucking so fucking challenging. I think it's a, I think it's beautiful I get to process emotions, but Fuck, it's like, oh, this is really recent. There's a lot to process here to reflect upon. And, you know, my heart is in it. And for me to share my heart and to share my experiences, even though it's not fully processed yet, it's like, damn. But it's like, thank God, you know, that I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm going through these experiences with a fine, with like a fine tooth comb. Is that the word for it? The phrase for it? Where I get to really actually be able to process everything. And I get to really think about the lessons that I've learned. And to be able to take that with me into my next chapter. A more healed version of myself. To be able to get the most out of the next chapter by becoming stronger and really being able to suck up the nectar from my previous chapter. Be like, okay, well, we still got some more to absorb here. But it's difficult. I need help. So... Um, on top of that, on the other side of that, it's not just liberation of myself, but through the act of liberating myself, I feel like I liberate others. As I liberate myself, I am able to tell a story that allows other people to be liberated. And that's, that's some deep shit. That's some deep shit. 
I'm grateful to be in the position that I'm in. It's fucking challenging. And this book requires all of me. It requires all of me. And that's what I enjoy about it is that it requires every fucking iota of myself dedicated into this for me to make it work. I I wouldn't be able to do this part-time. I wouldn't be able to do this any other way. I'm meant to write this fucking book right now. So what I can say is this There's a there's a guy on YouTube that I really like. His name is uh, Mark Rebier. It's M A R C R E B I L L E T. He makes music and he has a series called We Outside. And they're a couple hours long. He just goes outside and he uh, just fucking jams out and he brings in a crowd and it's all improvised. But what I appreciate about him is he's he's himself one hundred percent. He is fully himself. And it's inspiring for me to see because he's in his art. And through his art, he's this the fullest version of himself. And he gets lost in the art. It's fucking really fucking awesome to see. I love it, especially as an artist myself. Even though I don't make music, I have my own different art. But I'm able to recognize that like, damn, that's that shit's fucking so cool, man. And to see him operate at his best inspires me. To see him go 100% with his craft and to see it in real time be well received is inspiring for me to see. Because I felt in my life. That me being me isn't isn't a good thing. I was conditioned to, to believe that. And I believe that there was something wrong with me. And I want and part of the reason why I love personal development, because I felt like I was, you know, um, solving that, solving whatever was wrong with me that I felt was just deep within my just like being like I felt like I can get to this point where it's like okay like I've worked enough to where there's nothing wrong with me anymore but that was just a deep deep seated belief that I had from uh, different interactions with people growing up who also had their own challenges and stuff like that and I'm not trying to say these people should have been perfect it was a different time and uh, I felt like I was meant to kind of like not always be super confident. I felt that I was meant to be a person that built their confidence because I am meant to inspire. And I've learned just a tremendous amount of lessons along the way to really be able to fucking love who it is that I am. And I'm able to 
uh, relate with a lot of people when it comes to this. And it's crazy because I feel like this is a difficult thing to admit, right? Just feeling like I lacked confidence in myself and I didn't love myself because I felt like I wasn't supposed to feel that way. Um, I felt that other people, when I would look at them, it seemed like they had that, like they had the confidence or they had the certainty or they had it all pulled together from the outside looking in. And not just that, but social media, that's, that's what it's like. It's, you know, you don't get to see the context of, of their life. Somebody had uh, shared a uplifting post with me. Um, through our, uh, through text. And it's, it was so crazy for me to see because um, it was about a mutual friend. And I feel like I know more context behind the pictures that wasn't spoken about. And there is an illusion and there's a story that's told that may not be the full story. So there's people who believe a certain thing that's not true because they weren't accurate in what the real situation was. So you have a bunch of people who believe something and that's social media. People craft a story that they want you to believe about them. It's a story that they wish that they believed or whatever. Or they want you to believe. And they feel like by you believing that on top of the little likes you give them will fucking make them feel good about themselves. And when we see that, when we see people who are posting fucking perfect pictures and shit we think their life is fucking perfect and then we feel bad because our life isn't perfect and all we have to judge is this thing but the thing is it's like we absorb this thing so unconsciously it has an effect on our brain and we don't even realize it And uh, yeah, it's like, who do you, who do you even talk to about this? Everybody's fucking pretending online. Of course, not everybody, but the majority of people, they're only showing you what they want you to believe. So being off social media has been so helpful for me because I don't I don't have anything to compare myself to. I don't have another life to compare myself to. I'm immersed in my own life. 
and I experience real life. And it just feels good just to not have a bunch of messages bombarding into my brain. And I get to really deal with certain things that are really fucking difficult but are important. I mean, don't you think? Don't you think it's fucking important as fuck to fucking deal with, like, fucking emotional residue from your past that might be still lingering in the back of your head and your body? Like, I think it's, I, I personally think it's very, it's fucking unbelievably crucial to get that handled. But fuck, it's fucking difficult. But that's what makes it worth it. I mean, really, like the growth is what makes it worth it to be able to see where you came from. Like this video, I might post it on social media at one point. I don't know if I'm going to post it, but it's a video that a friend sent me. It was. It was filmed eight years ago. In September. Of uh, whatever eight years ago was from now. My math isn't the best, but 2015, I don't know. And I am speaking in front of a, a room of people in the video. And I'm speaking very fast in the video. I'm speaking very fast in the video. And this is before two years of Toastmasters. This is before I really put in two years of cold calling sales. This is before I put in all the work. And I get to see where I came from. And I, I just, it's hard for me to watch. I, I watched a little bit of it. I'm like, fuck, this is fucking hard for, to watch because I just cringe. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I fucking sucked. That's <laughs> how so it felt. I was like, I fucking sucked when I was up there. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you, you fucking have come a long way. There's so much fucking beauty in the growth. It's a motherfucker. But it is worth it in the end. I did my best to stay on a specific topic here. I wanted to really talk more about being an artist, but I think I concluded that. And I uh, just kind of let my heart sing, man. Just This is what art is about. It's just fucking full expression. And... Yeah, I, I just want to be real, man. Like, I don't want, I don't want any opportunities that come to me that I feel like I can't be who it is that I am. That's most important for me. And I don't have to settle for anything less than that. Who says? Like, I stand up for myself and say, no, fuck that, dude. Like, I... I only want opportunities that require me 
to be my fullest self? I think that's fair for me to ask. Because nobody else is going to ask that for me. I have to stand up for myself. And I want, I don't want to fucking live in this um, way of living when it comes to my image, my, my status, or anything like that. I want my image just to be who the fuck it is that I am. And that's that's how I want to live my life. That's how I want to go through my life. Just being in my art. Being able to give. Growing. Being with people who encourage me to be my fullest. Who love me at my fullest. That's what I want, bro. It's 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 that's a that's a tall ask. That's not not just not anybody just gets that. People who really really fucking love you at your fullest. At your fullest. When you're at the maximum version of yourself. And I just got tired of settling for people who don't appreciate me at my fullest. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just... Not really understood by certain people who were around me. And they are imperfect as well. And I got to understand that I'm easily influenced. And people may have said certain things and behaved certain ways with certainty that really made a difference. And I'll end with this with on, on this note. Um, there's someone close to me in my life who has a friend who is incredibly obnoxious. And this friend seems to be like kinda kinda crazy spirited. And then I I thought about this like a day or two ago. I said, you know what? Next time I see this person, I'm actually going to give them some praise. I'm going to tell them about how I think that their craziness and the fucking crazy shit they've gone through growing up and what they've seen and who they are. I think it's a superpower. And I think it can actually be used for something really fucking great. And I don't know how he'll respond to that. I have no clue, but like, I don't really care about how he's going to respond. But 
I, like, I wish someone said that to me when I was like 15 years old, 16 years old, looked at me and, and told me that. And I believe it. I mean, I really do believe like this person has like raw materials. They're just, they're outside of the box. They're outside of the bounds. And, but so was I. And I think people are afraid of what they don't understand. So I do my best to be a positive light for others and I got to do that by being that for myself. Anyway, it's been real. And uh, thank you for continuing to listen. I'm an artist in my art. I can't believe it's been fucking 45 minutes now. Like, what the fuck? That fucking flew by. That felt like fucking 15, 20 minutes. I can't believe I've been talking 45 minutes. That's insane. But I lose track of time. I can't help but do this shit. All right. Anyway, if you're curious about the book, again, if you maybe feel like you're an artist as well, uh, the book is called The Creative Act by Rick Rubin. All right. Good talking to you. Peace.